We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me, as always, is my gorgeous co-host, Rebecca Chowood. This is the podcast where we watch all of the gosh darn movies that dudes of gosh darn told us to see. And joining us today is one of those dudes who's told us to watch a movie. He's comedian, and you might recognise him from... The MCU. The MCU, <laughs> and a previous Patreon episode of ours talking about the MCU. It's Seren Jayamana. <laughs> Thank you for joining us no again. Worries. Thanks for having me. You I- are here, you're in the studio, and we're on the main feed now, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <to> the big leagues. <laughs> I feel it feels good. It feels like a promotion. Even though I don't know, you probably see it the other way. You're like the Patreons where you gotta keep the Definitely. sizzle stuff. That the Patreon is yeah. um, thank you so much for segueing into a plug. Um if anyone <laughs> would like to join the Patreon, that is where we have a lot of fun. It's got yeah. the sizzle, it's got the bits and bobs. It that- puts uh, so much pressure on me to perform in this episode. Because <laughs> this is how you're gonna yeah, promote the Right, right, yeah. right. Well thank you well. so much. For joining, how have you been? I've been really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just riding off the uh, checks that are coming in. All the work I'm getting since the people spotted me up the back of that three seconds. <laughs> they were like, hey, we we have something that needs to be wheeled on set. <laughs> you are the perfect guy to do it. So. Who's that guy that wheeled the things in Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was really good at that. They take auditions for actual crew now. You get calls to be like, can you be the group on this next? project yeah yeah we saw your work with Tyka, <laughs> and we just simply have to get you on board i've been pushing a few trolleys and coles ads that kind of thing nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> and coles radio where you dj at oh well. yeah of course <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy just you'll have to listen to the coles. patreon to get that reference seven dollars a month seven dollars a month <laughs> You don't want to lean too hard into the pushing cart guy, though, because you don't want to be typecasted. I've heard that's a big trap that Hollywood people like yourself can fall into. Yeah, mm. to be typecast yeah. uh, as a background guy. As a yeah. trolley I want to, yeah. <laughs> I hope my my acting Hollywood career follows the same trajectory as my Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema podcast career is, <laughs> where you go from the background, the you know, the exclusive to the, and I want to be in the mainstream in one In the day. front, yeah. in the foreground. Was that, have we talked about that enough? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's take a step into the spotlight. <laughs> Can I just say I do love Beautiful how I do love, yeah, so sorry to step all over it. I do love how you said that it feels like a bit of a promotion coming onto the movie, like as though this is a job that you ever applied for or wanted yeah. and definitely wasn't thrust upon you by us. Yeah. <laughs> He's at home listening every Wednesday morning being like, fuck. <laughs> One day. One day. So we have a question for you, Seren. Mm -hmm. Have you watched anything this week? Is there anything you'd recommend or anti-recommend to the listeners? Oh, great question. I started uh, watching the latest season of Barry. Nice. Yeah. I think that's a previous record on the pod. Yeah. It's a great show. And everything, it always, it's just taken a real dark turn. Well, I mean, it yeah. kind of did that already. It did. Wait, what are we but up to, season three? Not, yeah, I just started season three, which I didn't realise. Okay. Everyone was telling me you've got to watch the newest Barry, and in my head I'd seen it because yeah. I, I thought there were only two. Yeah. So I was like. So three is the recent Three is out and I've just started it and it looks like it's going even darker. You know? How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting flashbacks to the end of season two. Fuck Yeah. Me. So he's kind of on that trajectory of okay. uh, after well no are we, do you do spoilers on this podcast maybe not for Barry but yeah, for the okay. movie we can yes yeah, definitely okay. people yeah. are very aware of what well, we're people know about what today. they're heading into yeah. Yeah. unless yeah, you yeah. anti recommend something then yeah. spoil the hell out of it oh, get yeah, people away okay. from it yeah. is yeah. there something that I've watched recently that I hated um no great <laughs> oh, that's lovely delight <laughs> he's I been mean, media we, trained yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I love all media put me in it. <laughs> Alexia, what have you watched? I have started, I'm almost finished a four part documentary series. It's a cult documentary. It's what I'm into at the moment. It's called Heaven's Gate. Have you seen it? I've heard about this, but I haven't seen it. It's really good. It's about the cult from the 90s that uh, mass suicided. 
but their whole what, like, which one? Were they? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> let me qualify it. <laughs> so he, they were the ones that believed that UFOs were coming to take them away, but not into outer space to be aliens, but take them away to heaven's gate. So they believed that ascension, like the way that Jesus did, and then they believe that they're the next coming of Jesus, the way to ascend to heaven is literally physically a UFO ship will come to earth, pick them up and their followers and take them into space, a.k.a. heaven. Like not a lot of scientific studies behind it. I mean, at I think all. it combines so many different elements. <laughs> I'm creatively impressed. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, they've also just reduced aliens to like Uber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll take you really to your door. Ubers. You know what I mean? We're, we're, you get to the gate, and then we'll yeah, five stars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's how you know it was a bunch of white people, and there was like, and there's a whole bunch of people that just love to serve us. Yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> not from here. <laughs> you know, they're, they're aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're illegal. They're undocumented, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'm just up to Ep 4 now, which is called The Exit. They haven't yet suicided, so I don't know how they do or what, what happened. It's really good. No spoilers. I recommend it. No spoilers. Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Rebecca, they, they tease that at the beginning. You're pretty pretty well aware. Okay. What have you watched this week? I've watched so many things. Nice. Um. Uh, processing media at an unhealthy rate. I am breaking down my neurons by the fucking (laughs) minute this week. Uh, I watched all of uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, which you recommended last week. You finished it. You slapped me. I've not even finished it. Because I have a problem with control. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, No spoilers. But it was great. It got a little messy at the end. See, I feel this is what I didn't touch on last week. Have you heard of... Under the Banner of Heaven. It's on this list that my friend gave me of, of like the best shows. Oh, is it? Is really? It, yeah, okay, but I haven't cool. yet watched it. I really like it. I find it a bit muddly, a bit messy and confusing at times, but you didn't have that problem so much oh, as Is I it did. a crime drama? Yeah, yeah, and it's based on a true story, but it's got Andrew Garfield in it, and it's like 10 episodes, okay. and they're an hour long. I feel it could have. It's great. Loved it. Sure. Could have been... Eight. Yeah, okay. Could have been eight. Okay. But still recommend it. Maybe that's what I'm feeling. There's a lot of fat at the beginning and I'm like at mm. four eps in and I'm like, I feel like we've kind of covered a lot of the same stuff. Anyway, okay. Yeah, you went straight from one cult to another. I've... And they're okay. both, yeah, one's at Heaven's Gate and one's under the banner. They got <laughs> in the gate but they're just... <laughs> Weirdly, I feel like cults have a kind of undercurrent of religion to them. Call me wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Call me nuts. <laughs> I just remembered something that I did, I have watched recently that I loved because it was on this list, Mm -hmm. but it's called Irma Vep. Have you heard of this or seen this? Oh, I have heard of this. What the fuck is this about? Yeah, it's really weird and it's so meta, but if you like film and you like, it's kind of like they're remaking this famous um, French series, which was called Irma Vep. And they car they it's like Alicia Vikander is the actress in it. Oh, from X Machina. Yeah, X she's from X Machina. We, oh. we literally did X Machina last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's amazing, but she's playing the title character, and then she's this American actress. I think she's Swedish or something. She is but Swedish. she's been cast in this thing, and she has to work with this crazy director who's like obsessed with this story. Mm. And then it's like sort of behind the scene. It okay. if you've been on set and stuff like that, which it, you have, yeah, um, yeah. famously. It, it took <laughs> me back to my Marvel day. <laughs> I, I have to say day, but I, yeah. <laughs> singular, day but yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but it, 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 yeah. I think if you enjoy filmmaking so and like, the process of it, it's, like go between the two worlds. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And that's what's really cool is that like they'll show the behind the scenes of them filming it and then they have the scene shot as well and it's like kind of trippy how they I like two for one what's it called sorry Uma Thurman (laughs) it's it's called Uma Thurman Um, Uma Vip I-R-M-A V-E-P Yep, what does it mean, Irma Vep? I think so. It's cool. about the original French series. Irma Vep was about vampires. Oh, not, awesome. not like that. I don't know. They is sort of quasi supernatural, but it was also just this gang of people who called themselves the vampires who were like criminals around France, around Paris. Ah. And so Irma Vep is an anagram 
for vampire. Oh. So it is. I can see that right there. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, awesome. Yeah, okay, it's really great. cool. It's, who's it's, this person who's given you a list of things to watch? Mm. And do we um, need to talk to them? Do they need to come on the he's podcast? A, he's a film guy. He could recommend some dude cinema. He's, he's my friend Nalesh. He uh, is like a writer, filmmaker kind of guy. Okay, well, he gets the pass. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. If you're an actual professional in the industry, in the industry yeah. then you're allowed to tell people to watch things. If All you right. did three weeks of a film course, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have to sit down. Yeah. Three, ten years ago, he did three weeks. Of <laughs> if you watch all nine Quentin Tarantino movies in a row, does not qualify. Shall we jump into the movie that is Grace? Oh, yeah. I watched, uh, we can talk about this on the Patreon more, but I watched She-Hulk, the oh. new series that just come out on Disney+. Plus. And I'll save my thoughts for the Patreon. <gasps> Do you want a tease? No, that's my no, tease. Really? That's my teases. You'll have to... Fucking come over there. All right. If you want to fucking Guys, hear what I have to say. Patreon. How many times do we have to say it in this episode? <laughs> do you think She-Hulk, do you, do you think they workshopped that name at all? Or yeah, it's yeah. pretty uh, rudimentary. Yeah. <laughs> I think they didn't put a lot of effort into Le- naming all of these uh, female comic book characters. Yeah. I think they were more focused on the tits. Yes. If you, that is something that, you know, you do have to tip your hats to the comic book nerds. It's like, yes, the names of the women are fucking terrible. The portrayal mm. of their characters, shallow, vapid, awful. But the, the crafting tits. of those tits, yeah. ooh la la. It should be called Tit Hulk. Yeah. That's, what they <laughs> That's an art form. No, yeah. <laughs> tit Hulk. Tit Hulk. She bulk. <laughs> to be fair, when you said she Hulk, that's the first thing I'm thinking of. Is, like is the titties. green? Not even the size, just, just green. green titties. I think is, yeah, green titties. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't call it fucking Lady Hulk. Like they just couldn't that's do what, that. It was yeah. two on the nose. Like, yeah, what's the name word for lady? She. <laughs> she. It's like they've taken one step. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not even how pronouns work. That's not a proper sentence. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yes, shall we jump into the movie that has brought us here today? Yes. So, Seren, you have brought us uh, for Unless She-Hulk is pronouns. <gasps> okay. No, okay. Oh, my maybe. God. Fucking Hulk's Look gone woke. Maybe, Fuck maybe. this. Sorry, I just got <laughs> <laughs> Next will be they Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> they, them Hulk. <laughs> it's not even just they. It's they, them Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> With the flash. <laughs> They have to change. They have to retitle the Hulk movies to He Hulk. Yeah, He Hulk. <laughs> and he has to come in like blue. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> to represent the whole rainbow. He's gonna have like a patch on his pants. It's like the rainbow flag, so people know he's an ally. This is the kind of chat that like fucking conservatives would actually be having on a podcast and genuine worry that that's but genuine worry that that's where like Marvel's going. (laughs) I'd watch the fuck out of that. I think that'd rule. So the movie that has brought us here today. Seren, you have brought us what I think is our embarrassingly first foreign film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless the UK counts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most of the, what you've just been watching Australia local cinema yeah. <laughs> this whole time. We just watch the movie Australia every week, yeah. and then a bit of the castle here. And there. We've even done a New Zealand film. I don't think oh so my either. god! Um, so this movie. This is it. This is a, a Hindi movie. Yeah, called The Lunchbox. What um, uh, is your history with this film? Why did you bring it to us today? I oh, great question. I I remember during COVID lockdown, it popped up on SBS, and I'd seen it before that. But the main actor, I think he Irfan Khan is his name. He mm-hmm. plays the like the dude in the office who gets the mm-hmm. lunchbox. He um, passed away. No, yeah, oh. and he's like a, oh, a great of Indian cinema and stuff. But I remember on SBS they put up a bunch of his films, and so that was the most recent time I, I watched it okay. and I remember like making my girlfriend watch it with me because it, it was like qualifies. yeah <laughs> and I don't know if she I think she was like yeah that was nice okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you were like oh suggest a film and it just I don't know it just jumped out to me because it is I, I found it like a really sweet heartfelt but mm. kind of I don't know I just enjoyed the way that they told this story which is probably not that uncommon a kind of story, but interesting. I mean, yeah. I was just about to give an opinion, but no, not yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think it's a really, it's a beautiful film. The performances are great, and mm-hmm. this, the food looks delicious too. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. That takes, that's my three. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love cool, languages. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beck, what's your history with this film? Never ever heard of it ever in my whole life. Mm, same. Uh, uh, when it was about the lunchbox, that gave me immediately romantic comedy vibes. Oh, okay. Um, this movie kind of had neither of those things, sure. surprisingly. <laughs> the secret was held inside the lunchbox. The whole time. Um, and that's my history. What about you? Same. I'd never heard of it at all. Yeah, I had no expectations. The word, the name The Lunchbox didn't give me any preconceived notions or anything. I went in completely blank slate. And I watched it this morning. And it was a lovely way to start. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we jump in? Let's do it. All right. The Lunchbox 2013. Can you fall in love with someone you have never met? A mistaken delivery in Mumbai's famously efficient lunchbox delivery system, uh, Mumbai's Double Wallets. Yeah, double wallows. Yeah, uh, connects a young housewife to a stranger in the dusk of his life. Oh, that's sad. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the dusk of his life. Uh, they build a fantasy world together through notes in the lunchbox. Gradually, this fantasy threatens to overwhelm their reality. Okay, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's really what we're doing. <laughs> but, Saren, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, how would you describe the lunchbox? Uh, yeah, so it, it's kind of um, – I don't know where to start. So mm. I'll start with the Darbawalas because I think mm. that's like the interesting – that's kind of a fascinating – part of the whole so story fascinating. Yeah. but basically there's a guy he works in an office and uh when you work in offices in india oftentimes they don't want to like go buy food outside or whatever mm-hmm. and they they'll get home cooked food delivered basically from their home to their office but there's these people whose job it is to go and collect all of the like packed packs of lunch. Mm. And it's this like intricate system that operates throughout these cities in India. And it's incredible. It's crazy. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie is watching them at the start That's when what they're like delivering. Me in. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck is going like, on? Yeah. And so these guys, I think they're like delivering something like six million lunches at what? A, a year or something. Or maybe, yeah. For a second, I thought you say a day. And I was like, I'm a full I mean, million. but there's a billion people in India. So true, yeah. It might even be a, a day. Over, yeah, oh, over six, yeah, six million. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People eat lunch every day. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of lunches being eaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could, if they expanded to dinners, they could do oh, so oh much more. My God. But I yeah, it was so really I don't know. I feel like I'm not explaining it very well. No, but it's like, I think it's really interesting. So, like, what happens is that it's like the pe- his wife at home cooks him the meal that is then picked up around lunchtime and brought to him, as opposed to him preparing it before going to work and bringing it to work yeah, himself. So, and that's the other thing is it's like hot food. Yeah, right. And so they have in India they have these meal prepping in things India. called tiffins. Well, they meal prep on the train, you know. They do. Yeah. <laughs> but so there's these, yeah, the tiffin is like that. You would you probably would have seen them before but yeah. they're like those little silver things with compartments. Oh, gorgeous. So cool. like, you know, there's a bit of bread in one, there's some rice, oh. there's curry in one of the others, and there's veggies in the other. Mm-hmm. And so the I think the idea is like the, the house wife is cooking the meal probably around 10 o'clock she packs it up and then this guy comes to the house and he picks up the tin mm-hmm. and then he's picked up all of the tins of in them. that area and then they all jump on the train and there's like thousands of these they're carrying like wow. <laughs> hundreds of these yeah. tiffins around and then and the amazing thing is that they deliver it with such accuracy most of the time yes but, come in yeah to the movie and so, so uh, weirdly, that's not the entire movie. That's, that's not, just yeah. like, not exploring that intricate system. That which would be, I would watch. That. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, the hero's journey of the Tiffin. You know, yeah, it's, he's, mm, he's it's the, going on a journey. He's the protagonist. Yeah, much. Well, it's the titular character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, I mean, yeah, you, it's like the premise of the movie is that what ha- one of the Tiffins gets delivered to the wrong person. 
and uh, and the guy who finds it, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. My own words, I haven't heard this anywhere or mm-hmm. stolen it from anyone, but I would say he's in the dusk of his <laughs> <laughs> So let me even say uh, the golden, what is it, golden years? Golden yeah, years. Yeah, the golden years. The yeah. dusk of his the life go- as the sun is setting on him <laughs> and time's running out. The golden years has such a bit of optimism it to it. It sounds optimistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you part, yeah. You've reached gold. Yeah. But the dusk is like, yeah. Get but inside. You might as well give up. Yeah, yeah. Aussies are coming yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Get them rid out. Um, <laughs> but so he, yeah, so he, this guy is a bit of a curmudgeon. He kind of is nearing his retirement and he receives this lunch and it, I think he kind of has been previously just eating from a, he just ordered food normally. Yeah. And, and it just so happens that the delivery, the tiffin is in the same packaging yeah. as the as where he normally orders from. And so when he eats the food, he's like, well, this is kind of, this, this is, is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I wasn't is. expecting this from this restaurant that I normally order from. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, until like two or three lunches later, he doesn't figure out that he's actually like a home cooked meal from this housewife. Yeah. That he has never met before. But through that, they, they start communicating with each other. Daily little notes in there. Yeah. In the and it's a story of love. Yeah. All right, shall and we? Yeah. yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get in. Is that what you wanted? That's, that, that's fantastic. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. A nice little cliffhanger Thank for you so much. Dive off. I have a question mm-hmm. before we dive deep in here. What year did this movie come out? 2013. Okay. Does that right. help? You're, I know the question you're going to ask. What's that? Is you're this like based a- on have you got mail? Oh. 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 <laughs> That was, I didn't know the question you were going to ask. I thought you were going to be like, does this system still exist with Uber Eats? But <gasps> oh, oh, does it? That's also a way, that's a way better question <laughs> yeah, you're than not my even dumb little the, joke question that you're I wanted like to thinking say. about the movie and I'm like, no, let's get <laughs> to the bottom of this the system. Yeah. system. Wait, does it still exist? Well, so I don't, I assume so, but I know that Harvard, like the big university, Ivy League University or whatever, they went and they reviewed the Tiffin They people. mentioned that in yeah. the movie. They, and they, because they were like, no one understands how this system delivers with such accuracy. Apparently, that's like they'll make one mistake in six million deliveries. Yeah, actually, I read it. It is it's six million a month because I remember <gasps> oh they were saying god. that they make one mistake a month. Oh my god! Out of six yeah. million deliveries, and they decided to make a movie and about they that one to mistake. Happy stuff would you be <laughs> if you were a, a Tiffin wallet? And you'd be like, "Come on, guys, <laughs> guys, this is the only the movie mist- that stars our <laughs> yeah. system." <laughs> Why don't you make a movie about how good we are? <laughs> Again, um, I would watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think they would still exist. Because the so. difference is, like Uber Eats, you're not getting home cooked food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is like, yeah, yeah. I love it. I hope it stays for forever. Yeah, bring it here. Did you have a question? You've got mail. I- oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a dumb little joke question. This definitely isn't based on you've got mail. <laughs> how do they? Do they? Does, how, where, where does the email direction come in there? Like, does she? Log into oh, the yeah. wrong. They're, they're pen pals. Oh, so it's not an accident that they yeah. start corresponding. Yeah, back in the day with the internet, they're like, could be weird to share your personal thoughts or feelings with a stranger that Go you've never it. met before. <laughs> Can't end badly. Yeah. Let's make a romantic Sounds movie nice, out of it. The reboot of that's going to be chat roulette, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was being silly. I know that it's based on the lake house. <laughs> Oh, my God, it kind of is, <laughs> just a without lot. the time travel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, with the age difference, yeah. like that's kind of, you know. The letters left inside a letterbox or a lunchbox. Oh, my oh, God. yeah. We're blowing it wide open. This movie's a rip-off, Saran. Why have you brought this to us? Uh, I'm kidding. It's a beautiful movie. I have to say, I freaking love this movie. Yay! Oh, cool. It was so beautiful and just, like, delicately told yeah. in like such a subtle way and it was just shot so beautifully and simply and how they did dialogue was really interesting mm-hmm. and I just freaking loved it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. I fucking loved it too. I like Fish Called Wanda Who. This is my <laughs> new favourite movie that we've watched recently like in the last like two years. <laughs> I can't believe we I get mean, to watch I, I this do, movie for this podcast. To be honest, I feel like I've cheated a little bit because it's not really a dude. No, the qualifier no. is just any movie that a dude has told someone else to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so cool. So My Little Pony could qualify in that cat in an induced cinema category if one if a <laughs> We've got any Bro- Rival Pony Brony? stands. What are they called? Are they called Bronies? Oh, yeah, Bronies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any Bronies out there? If, yeah, if a Brony comes on, we'll watch My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, thank you so much for this. I was, like, on a, I've been on a high all day it, after that's watching the, this It movie. is a beautiful... I mean, even though I feel like this is jumping way ahead, the ending's pretty ambiguous kind of. Sure. And it's sad he's in the dusk of his life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, it's a beautiful, I don't know, there's something, It it's able to like pull at your heartstrings but not in a cheesy way and yes. it leaves you kind of feeling nice. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely at the end, again, not jumping ahead, but jumping ahead, it is an ambiguous ending and there was definitely a part of me that was like, I do miss that cheesy Hollywood Western totally. closure of an Especially ending. The characters actually are all tragic. Yeah, they <laughs> like are. Each, yeah. Of, each of the main characters is like in pretty sad kind of so circumstances. True. And none of it comes good for anyone yeah. at the end. But and, I guess that's life. But that's you know? the ambigu- yeah. ambiguity. Is like it could. She could, you know. She's yeah, maybe they met up. Leave. Maybe they, yeah. yeah. Who knows? I mean, they tease it so hard because th- at the end of the movie, they were at the train station like nine times. Yeah, and that is like the prime place for someone to run up and be like, "I'm here, I'm here," and then they stop hug the train, and, stop the train, yes, and they jump off yeah. and like, you know. But I respect that they didn't after. do that. Yeah. I really do. Kept us on the edge of the seat the um, whole way through. So the first thing that really got you said it was shot beautifully. I can't agree more. It's so simple. Everything in this movie is so simple but beautiful and still intricate. Yeah. Like the thing that got really like fucking hooked me was the tracking shot when they were delivering the lunchbox. So we know it's going to her husband because she's yeah. just spoken to auntie upstairs about it and everything. So I guess I left that out of my synopsis. But the the lady who's cooking the food, mm. she's like trying really hard because her husband has been sort of giving her the cold shoulder a little bit. Mm. And bit of a dick. Her the cold He's shoulder. A He's being a full out cunt. <laughs> yeah, we hate that guy yeah. sucks. He's an asshole. He's Get an out asshole. of here. He's handsome, but I don't even care at was this he? point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, was I'm, he? I think he was. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, he's, he's not in the dusk of his life. Yeah. Let's no, just say okay, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. is true. Yes, <laughs> he's got time on his side. But he's he... at the lunchtime of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, yeah, he. So, but he's a bit of an asshole to her, or he's a very big asshole to her. But she thinks that she can win him over by putting like extra effort into the food. Yeah. Like so a- she's eagerly awaiting the return of the Tiffin. Because that's yeah. the other thing about these Tiffin Wallers oh, yeah. is that they bring it back. Mm. Mm. Not only do they deliver it with that accuracy, oh, yeah. they're bringing the empty one back so that you can repack it tomorrow. Like that's amazing. Why doesn't old mate that got the delivery, well, yeah, why, why doesn't, he why just doesn't the husband just bring it home with him on the train? Yeah, that's such a good <laughs> point. <laughs> Anyway, Maybe it's like I don't question it. Harvard questioned it. Who I'm not Harvard. That's so. actually so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so she's trying to. Like, I think she even says at some Wait, point. Sorry, I've just figured it out. Yes, you know why they don't? Because anyone who's listening to this who is a parent is uh, like, yes. you cannot trust anyone to bring Tupperware home to bring their lunch. Yeah, that's yeah. And I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. So it does make sense. We all like to think that we bring the Tupperware home yeah. and we wash it, but we don't. We we don't. We don't wash the tub. If they don't bring it home, that thing has got a rotten mandarin in the bottom Ooh. of it and Ooh. it stinks. Anyway. I, I remember being at like when I lived in Edgecliff, I would get like up the top of the escalators out of the train station and I, every day I would see this guy standing like in the corner shoving a sandwich in his face and it was like he, he'd he gone out for lunch. He hadn't eaten the yeah. sandwich that his <laughs> wife had made and he's like, I've got to finish this before I get home. Got to leave some crummies in there. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Just like huddled in the corner, like oh, a shame. Funny. Yeah, shame like, sandwich. Like, Devon and cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just heard uh, Hugh Grant's voiceover of like, love really is everywhere. <laughs> if you look around, you'd be fine. <laughs> that love shot really is. Splashed into the Love Actually <laughs> montage. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So, yeah, so she is, I think she even says at one point, like, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach kind of thing. Yeah, to oh, a man the, through yeah, food. Yeah. Or, so she makes that connection for us anyway. But, yeah, she's trying to impress him because he, so f- lately the lunchbox keeps getting sent back with food still in it. So it shows that he's, like, not enjoying it. And so her friend, her old lady friend upstairs is, like, being like, put this spice in it, put this spice in it. He'll love it. He'll buy you the Taj Mahal. And so she's really excited. And then it comes back and it's empty for the first time and she's so excited and then it turns out she she and we figure out at the same time that it's gone to the wrong person and her husband doesn't even notice that he got someone else's lunch. Yeah. He doesn't even notice that he didn't get his wife's cooking. So fuck that guy. But the first shot, that shot, so we, we learn that it's about the husband and she's trying to impress him and then we follow the delivery driver all through the streets and then through the office building and it's just this beautiful tracking shot of just him and it's just like this anticip- this weird suspense anticipation of like, oh, who's the husband going to be? Who's it going to go in front of? I don't know. It was just really, really well shot. And, and it's so the, interesting. the whole chaos of Mumbai as well. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. Incredible. So beautifully captured. That, the husband coming home and her, like that moment where she realizes that the husband wasn't the person who ate the food mm. also sets up, I think, the best joke of the, or probably the only joke of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like he... Because he w- just lied, or he yeah. got he got a different he must have got a different Tiffin. I think he he got the Tiffin got from his. the restaurant. He got the old yeah, dust so he, of his life guys. Tiffin. Yeah, yeah. So I think his name's Sergeant or something. It's the main character, mm. but so the husband got his Sergeant's Tiffin, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the cauliflower was good." Yeah, and then so later when Sergeant goes to the restaurant. He goes to tell them how good the food was, and they don't know that they've so there that, the, the Tiffins were mixed up. So the restaurant owner is like, "We've got to keep making the cauliflower." That cauliflower is fucking going sick. Awful. And they, they hit that beat again later they when do. he's like, "Oh, I've got like the cauliflower's making me all gassy." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'll I'll take it back. It was re- both romantic and a comedy. But, I'm you know. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had a lot. I had a few little tittering moments, like the the interactions between him and his new employee. Oh yeah, I thought it was really funny. That was beautiful. And so beautiful. Like, He's my favorite character. The guy, yeah. the the young guy who's got to take over his job. He's Is great. he an accountant? Are they accountants? Is that what they do? Yeah, I think so. They're, <laughs> they're like they like claims. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. They're processing some sort of. Yeah. 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 I I guess so. Money. Yeah. Math. But it's like calculators and and yeah. As soon as you calculator, I'm like accountant. Yeah. Yeah. I know how jobs work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 28. So stupid. I um I didn't like him at first when he first came in. I thought he was so annoying, and it was that that like moment where old mates being told you have to train up your replacement, and he's just like, "Ugh, you fucking kidding me!" Like I'm out of here in like a week, and now I have to train someone. I relate so hard to that. Yeah. Oh my god, from like my office jobs and stuff, having I hate training new employees, and you're just like, oh. This Bitch is gonna sit next to me all day in my space <laughs> and small talk and ugh. yeah, you're so mentally done with the role. Yes. You're just like, I don't want to have to do the job and then explain it as well. That's why I quit. Well, yeah, that's the best period of of life, yeah. I reckon, is after you hand in your notice and you oh. have four weeks where they're still paying you. Yeah, so you're like, I'm not doing anything now. <laughs> you don't want this anything. little pest there that you've got to. You have to, and then be like good and professional in front of, and sort of explain all your mistakes as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you've done things a certain way to cover things, not yeah. cover things up, but like take shortcuts. Hundred percent. I got to unwind all this. Well, they yeah. ask you a question like, because I used to work at a hospital and like a call center and stuff. So they ask you questions like, so how long can we take for morning tea breaks? And I'm like, oh, well. I take 20 minutes, but it's meant to be 10. Like those kind of things. Yeah. And then you, for that next two weeks, have to only take the 10-minute break because you have to be a good example. So I, I felt so so hard with that guy. I think that's what endeared me to him as well is because I every time I've had to train someone up, I've been the grumpiest bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he's just a good person who's trying to get a yeah. new job. And I, think I it's can't on, mentally get there. <laughs> that's on management. Management should have to train you employees, yeah, yeah, not the true. exiting not employee. The, yeah. But that, that's how he sort of wins him over, is he? I mean, he wins him over with the vegetables, which we'll come to in a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, when he, he kind of tells Sergeant that he's he's like, you know what, I was an uh, orphan 
Mm. I learned how to do this. I taught myself everything. I'll teach myself this job as well. Yeah. And then he kind of pities him a little bit and he's like, oh, I can't be a douche to yeah. this guy. All right, come on. I like that he's so grumpy. He doesn't immediately like melt and he's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like he doesn't, the saddest story, like a, like overwhelmingly beautiful, hard life, well, not beautiful life, hard life. Yeah. And then he's just like, all right, I'll show you how to use the fax machine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> We've all had it hard, man. <laughs> I double take back the no comedy thing that I said at the start. This is a funny movie. All the, the interactions with the wife and the auntie upstairs are pretty funny that as well. That was funny. Yeah. One that really stuck out to me. Auntie. <laughs> Um, is when the auntie suggests, like, they've realised that it's going to old mate instead of husband and auntie suggests, why don't you write him a note in there? And the wife's like, what if my husband sees the note or something? And the auntie just, just based, I don't know what she actually said, but she's basically like, good, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let him find the note. Let him know that he sucks as a husband. Which is great advice, actually. Because, like, advice. if he, yeah. Imagine opening that as the actual husband and being like, oh, holy shit. This is shit. a note for another man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of auntie, that's the other thing. I've been four weeks in a row. Yeah. I have been dying to say in what if we watched this oh, one okay. show and I keep forgetting. Okay. I have also been watching Indian Matchmaking on oh, Netflix. Me too. It's so good. I knew there was, there was a reality show that I'd watched, but I couldn't remember. Yes, Indian ah, Matchmaking. It's wonderful. <laughs> And it's like it's really great reality TV because it's also it's very sincere. Some moments of it are like really trashy and hammy, great. but also it's like interesting in how like you see how courting works in like uh, in Indian culture and how complex that is. Yeah. And but there's like funny parts and sincere, and it's just got everything. And it's a great like I would say end of the night watch if you're like oh, I just want to watch two episodes of something chill. Indian matchmaker on Netflix. It's also okay. really fascinating because it's it's like the matchmaker is from Mumbai, I think. Well, she says it every time she goes yes. into it. She's like, hello, I'm Seema from Mumbai. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, we know who you are and where you're from. And you're but that's <laughs> and your her standard location. introduction. <laughs> but so half the series is filmed with her setting people up in India mm-hmm. and then half of it is like she's come to America and so it's ah. you get this contrast of like the Ooh, Indian yeah. Indians and then the Indians who grew up in America as well. And it's like fascinating how different it is. Different. So I feel like yeah. the Indians who are born in India are just like, yeah, matchmaking is the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you don't necessarily meet someone for love, but eventually this love will grow kind of thing. And then the Indians in America are like totally Americanized and yeah. it, like, it's a whole new ball game for her. Like they give their, their priority list. Oh, and these right. women, it's like 30, yeah. 40 different things on this list. <laughs> it's It'll be like, he's got to earn a lot. He's preferably a doctor. Yeah. You know what? He has he, a dog. He's got to have tattoos. And he, <laughs> he's got to be seven foot three. And... He's got a side part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He has, both of his parents have to be alive. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? This is He what? has to have pecs both on the left and the right side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they treat this woman, this highly respected woman who's like one of the best matchmakers in India. They're just like, so you're... Live Tinder. That's what <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, like it. <laughs> Figure it out. And she'll be like, you know what? You can aim for like 70% of that list. <laughs> yeah. That'll be pretty good. 70, yeah. 70 is pushing it. Like, yeah. A lot of the shows her suddenly being like, you're not as good as you think you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a lot of those like home buying reality shows you hear about in in America yeah, where they've exactly got like, like that. a two dollar budget and they want a million dollar yeah. house by the by the beach. <laughs> America. <laughs> cool. All right, well, we'll watch Indian Matchmaker. Yes, because they call her uh, Seema Auntie. And that's why when we said, sorry, I should have said that at the start of yeah, this episode, people were like, what the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I call her Sima Auntie and we were talking about Auntie in the movie. Anyway, okay. back to Auntie in the movie. Back to Auntie in the movie. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, I like that. 
So is auntie like a term of endearment? Yeah, so you just call everyone who's older than you auntie okay. and uncle, basically. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. And I love that we never met auntie. She was yeah. Just, yeah, she's a just a voice. voice. Yeah. Just a voice <laughs> yeah. that put, dropped things down in a basket. Just those little things. I loved that about this movie. It's so beautiful. Yeah, there's one scene that really sticks out for me, which is when the husband gets home for the first time, I think, and mm. she realises that he didn't eat her food mm. and he's like a bit dismissive of her or, or maybe I can't remember when it maybe it's like when she tries to sort of like be affectionate and intimate with him and he kind of dismisses her mm. and she's got the washing hanging and she's just sort of slowly like collecting the washing it's like oh, yeah. you know all the clothes it's like just a real poignant quiet moment of her like being dejected and like pulling these clothes oh, it's like real beautiful it's yeah it is heartbreaking yeah you're right this movie is quiet and poignant that's a really good way to describe <laughs> like the feeling of the whole movie there's so many moments where like her when she's um sitting at the table in the restaurant i think we stay on no when she gets home from the restaurant after he didn't go and meet her the camera stays on her face for ages and nothing's happening she's not really even emoting she's not saying anything it's just a close-up on her face but it's just to show how melancholy she is after it but just like that like yeah. Other movies would just quick away, like action, something has to happen. But just sitting on that, just, oh, heartbreaking. I think because every scene they have with her, mm. uh, particularly with the auntie scene, because you don't see her, yeah. you're just looking at this woman's face. What is her name, by the way? Yeah, she was uh, Ela. fucking gorgeous. Ela. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, she's gorgeous. Yeah. So it's just focusing on her face and her reactions and just like, because you're watching, then you're with her on this whole emotional journey, and you see everything through her eyes and mm. her perspective, and it's really powerful. So yeah, powerful. you're right. She she doesn't do a lot, but it's like what she does communicates so much. Yeah, with it. yeah. You can just see the sol- the melancholy in in yeah. her face. So much so that like when she was smelling her husband's laundry, and like for ages, I was genuine. I felt sick. I was like, oh no, I was devastated for her even before she, like she said what it yeah. was and we realized with her that he, she's smelling some perfume or something but just like even that shot complete silence there's no dialogue there's anything there's even background music she's just she's crouching by the laundry and just very slowly and quietly it's just beautiful yeah you really don't want her to have another loss because yeah. you know the guy's a douchebag just because he's like not paying attention mm. or whatever but that the fact that he's having an affair as well. I was not is like expecting a, yeah. that to be introduced. I thought it was really like a scandalous storyline. I wasn't expecting for this movie. And I'm, I guess, I mean, I don't know too much about Indian cinema, but I know in Bollywood they don't, they'll never kiss or anything. Oh, okay. Or they'll just like burst into a dance instead of yeah, like, you yeah. know what I mean? But this so is what I, I do. I feel I like <laughs> these kind of, yeah, me too. Uh, these kind of stories probably a bit taboo. And so it's like from that perspective as well, it's like so delicate how they handle the idea of infidelity and and also just like the perspective of a a woman who's at home and just like completely ignored and forgotten. But in such a delicate way. So lonely. Yeah, so lonely. That loneliness. So lonely in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the assistant guy. Yeah, he's a beautiful wife and happy home life, which sounds really But even him, he's like to make that happen, he has to. He's so busy, you know mm. what I mean. He's got to like chop the vegetables on the, t- yeah, on the on train, the way home. To, yeah, just to. I love keep that. everything ticking along, you know. I thought that was really, really yeah, that's sweet. Fun. Yeah, um, and the, oh, there's some really grim shit in it, like the whole vertical burial plot conversation. What? Where he was? Okay, I was getting a snack at this point. Okay. <laughs> what, was this, what was this? conversation? Just one of the letters that he's right. So basically, if you haven't seen it, they do start corresponding. Every single meal, they write each other notes, and they become like they end up being like three pages long letters each day, kind of thing. And at one point, he's saying that so his wife passed away years ago, and she got a horizontal burial plot. He went to buy the plot next to her today he's like this is crazy i went to buy the plot next to her and they don't have enough room so i have to buy a vertical plot he's like i spent all of my life standing up on trains standing up blah blah i don't want to spend like the afterlife standing standing oh my god it was grim it was Ooh. like really heavy, okay, I but the, in a cool way. Because I caught the tail end of that and he's like, I got just so much standing up. And I was like, this guy really hates standing <laughs> up. I missed the whole vertical period. Yeah, you're like, do they call stand up standing up in India? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, oh, getting old really must suck. <laughs> Silly. Yeah. I'm just remembering now, like, the little moment around, it's just all so delicately dealt with, like the moment around where there's a woman on the news that has jumped off a building and killed herself and her so- oh, daughter. yeah. And for a moment, and but the exposition is all in the fucking face. Like he never says to us or to his friend, "I'm worried that it, this could be my friend," but we know he's like, "Fuck that!" I wonder if that's yeah. He's like, "Which killer. building?" I think that's all he asks is which yeah. building or something. Or yeah, so good. Yeah, just little moments. And how they push the story forward just through those little emotional kind of moments mm. is so. It's so yeah. There's great craft, I guess. In that. I don't know if you can tell, but we have. Been pretty um, starved of emotional movements in yeah. films lately. Yeah. <laughs> is, a lot of. God, this is so nice. Mm. Hasn't been a lot of nuance going on around here. <laughs> Quite some time. Although Ex Machina was pretty oh, fucking sorry. Yeah. dope. Except for Ex Machina. Ex Machina is great. It's been yeah. a really good two weeks. It has been a good two weeks. Really nice. I, get the, I mean, it's a fun contrast with like Thor, Love and Thunder, where there's no heart in that movie, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like she's got cancer and the, the the only problem with her having cancer is that she won't be able to save the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never dwell on what it means to be a cancer sufferer or like the toll that it takes on family or anything like that. Like this movie does. Yeah. What about when the mum, she meets them, she goes and sees her mum after her dad's yeah. passed and she says something like so shocking but real. She's like, I hated your dad by the end. I found him, disgu-. she uses the yeah. word disgusting because yeah. he was uh, terminally ill just to clean him and all that kind of stuff. That in it, that as well, I was like, whoa, this movie is going to so many different places. <laughs> yeah. It's so real. I love it. I read a really, really nice, like, little summer. Like, I was reading some reviews of it. I just read a really nice line that I wanted to share because I feel like it perfectly encapsulates why I like this movie. Um, this is from Supana Sharma of the Asian Age. Of the movie, she says, It takes very little for a soul to come back to life. Just a hint of hope will do. And I love oh, that. That is beautiful. Because, like, that's all it took. And that in his performance was so beautifully done of just, like, going from dusk of life to not dusk of life anymore. Just all of a sudden he just, like, kind of smiled once. You're like, oh, he's happy again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He's so talented as a performer. So talented. I mean, even just those scenes where he's, like, smoking on the balcony and he's, like, peering across into the other family's house. Like, so much is communicated by Mm. just looks and, like, yeah. He's he's great. I thought he was gorgeous. Too. The whole cast is really good. I yeah. thought he was really really beautiful. Did you think it was attractive? I thought everything was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make Skip watch it again <laughs> with me. See, Luke came in halfway through because I watched it in the morning, oh. and so he just came in, and it was really funny <laughs> because we it was about halfway through, and he just started watching. I'm like, do you want me to pause and? catch you up on the premise of this he's like nah it's okay i'm gonna go do something and then about 15 minutes later something important happened and i was like just i'll just tell you really quick there's this lunchbox system blah blah blah. it's gone to the wrong person they're leaving each other notes and then like after a beat he goes i'm sorry for saying i didn't want to explain it that's a really nice story (laughs) (laughs) i know He's like, that's a really, really sweet storyline. I'm like, it's incredible. Yeah, you idiot. It's fucking beautiful. Maybe that's why the movie is so like we're all like, you can't. It's hard to describe in words because you're like the storyline on paper is quite twee or like mm-hmm. is a little bit like fairy tale rom com thing. Yeah. Oh, the lunchbox got mixed up, and True. then these two people connected who never. But then they cover the loneliness aspect and like the twilight of your or dusk mm. of your life or whatever, <laughs> and then the orphan, and then the burials, you know, <laughs> cancer. Like <Yeah>. they <laughs> they throw the whole of life in on top yeah. of this like quite uh, twee sort of artificial setup, and yeah. it's like you're like I don't know how to feel this. I feel. That's I all I know is I'm feeling. Feel. Yeah. They do a really good job of, because I think, like, we've all had terrible moments in our life where everything is going wrong all not, at once. Not once, never. They really do it. Well, good for you. Thank you. Well, this is, movie is going to be great prep <laughs> <laughs> when things go wrong, when you're in the dusk in of your life. My life. <laughs> we've all had dusks of our sure. lives. And... And just like how much weight you rest on little things, and if those go well, you're just holding yeah. on to it like mm. a lifeboat. Totally. And this whole like, although the story is twee, it's the lifeboat that both of them are holding 
onto and it's just yeah. so beautiful. It's like a <laughs> I think that's very Indian in its sort of philosophy is that like those little, it's like we get worked up about big shit or we think that it's going to mm. be big stuff that affects yeah. our lives, but it's like the day to day. If you can hold on to the little things, mm. that is, that's probably what most of your life actually, you know what I mean? If you, yeah. if you don't get frustrated over like, the camera having the wrong SD card. Or- <laughs> hey. No one, no one, no one. What are you doing about that today? What are you talking we about? We didn't okay any BTS in this episode. <laughs> We're fine. We're easy breezy. Yeah. <laughs> with technical difficulties. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, yeah, they're all the performances. So good. So good. Th- that guy, the guy who plays the assistant is like a, he's got great range as well. He's in, <gasps> like, he's in all these sort of gang Bollywood really? movies as well. Like he plays like. <laughs> Kind of mafia boss type guys, and and then here he's like little friendly orphan man, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's such an like goes from so fucking annoying to such a beautiful character. The and the direct the guy who directed it also wrote this film as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, and directed. The people that write and direct, mm. because they understand the story. They do. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. Do we have? Do we want to go around with any favourite moments of the film that we, if we, ha- if there's any we haven't already spoken about? I was going to say Saren, do you have? <clears throat> well, yeah. So the chopping, <laughs> the chopping oh, vegetables yeah, yes. is probably my favourite movie. Just the <laughs> favourite moment. It's just so cute, but it's also like just captures the intensity of Mumbai mm. and the chaos of like, yeah, try- being on that train is so hectic. But he's like, I've got to fit this in. It's just I gotta just do it now. There's happen. no other time to do it, kind of thing. And it was a beautiful, like, endearing moment to him that, like, he cares that much that he when he gets home, he wants to just be able to cook dinner real quick and just sit down and, and then go, go for, for a walk, walk with, with his wife. wife. Yeah, so and beautiful. and the way that that plays into the story with Sergeant's, like, yeah. he's lost his wife and he's like, oh, that's kind of sweet. And then, yeah, and then the other moment, I guess, yeah, just uh, probably just all the Tiffin Waller stuff, mm. just the delivery yeah. and like, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with that whole system. So's Harvard. It's, so yeah, exactly. You know, There's got to be a documentary you're in good on it. because yeah, surely they they are delivering six million of these a month with that accuracy. I've spent hours of my life watching Uber delivery <laughs> drivers <laughs> turn the wrong way. You know, like one street away mid trip. Yeah, like, cancel mid trip. Fuck. What are you eating my lunch now? Like, that wouldn't <laughs> happen in Mumbai. No fucking way. I wonder how much it costs. I was th- I was wondering that too. I think it's cheap. I think it's like oh, wow. it, it'd be like five English pounds for a month. So prob- maybe in India that's that's mm. not cheap, but it's like it's not exorbitant. Yeah, that's not even one lunch. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All all the conversations with the auntie were just perfectly scripted as well. Like so, so good. Every time when it needed to be funny, it was funny. When it needed to be heartfelt, it was heartfelt, and it was quick. And there wasn't any fat on it. No fat in My this film. Favorite scene though was the scene when the father passed away mm-hmm. and just the raw honesty of like that scene i was like whoever wrote that has gone they've gone through, through that, that. Yeah. there's no way that you mm. like that you could even dream up mm. the authenticity yeah so true of those feelings and words i thought that was that really so spun my head around powerful what about you i loved and i actually squeed at this moment i actually went when she's he's reading her letter that says and she's talking about moving to a place called bhutan because apparently it's a really nice place and everyone's happy there she's like do you think i could leave my husband like maybe i'll leave my husband and move there with my daughter and then his reply note just said what if i move to bhutan with you Because it's the first time that they properly acknowledge, acknowledge that they like each other and there's something here. It's more than just exchanging notes with a stranger. Like there's something yeah. something more there. Oh, when he just said that, I was like, <laughs> go Dusk Boy. I love it for you. It's pretty amazing how much drama they can get into just a guy sitting at a lunch <laughs> you yeah, know, like in a canteen, yeah, he's just so eating. The scene when his assistant wants to, he's like offering him some of the food. Mm. And he pretends he doesn't want it, but he uh, he only has fruit. So yes. <laughs> he starts eating, but he's like pulling the roti out, and then there's like paper at the bottom of the roti, and he has to quickly <laughs> grab it. That's yeah. so scary. This is how delicate he is with like trying he's to like, deflect eat. attention. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just, he's gorgeous. I love that man. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I could talk about this movie all day. Yeah. But should we wrap up? Yes, okay. I guess. You, I guess you guys will just have to watch it yeah. if you haven't already. And please talk to me about it. So, Ren, we have some questions for you okay. to wrap up. These are standard questions we ask of everyone. Mm. Number one, did this movie make you horny? 
Um, yes, but okay. only because I love Efficiency. roti. <laughs> 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 oh my god, we haven't even talked about the food in this film. Oh my god, and we've got Serenja Mane. Oh, you're like an excellent cook, and fuck. Is that was that a big appeal of this film for you? I think partly. I think it probably it's one of the first, one of the when I first saw it, it would have been mm. that would have been the draw, and then I yeah just I love the idea of having a tiffin. I wish I could have a tiffin. You know, I actually I can get you a tiffin. This was a confession that I said before we started the podcast. <gasps> oh, so you have a confession, of course. I, yeah, I was walking up Cleveland Street and I went into one of the Indian shops and I. Bought a pakora because I was snackish. Nice. And then I was like, you know what? I'll go back and I'll get. It would be so nice to bring some pakoras. Oh, that's for so Alex sweet. and Beck to celebrate talking about the lunchbox. But then I didn't. And I, I didn't have time. So that's okay. The intention. I apologize. Okay. Intention is just as good. Not that. And that's probably a better off air thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you don't need to leave that in. But, no, this wouldn't have been uh, as an energetic uh, episode if we're just like true. fresh off a hot. Pecora. No, that's <laughs> true. But yeah, the food definitely. I mean, that I just love the idea of going to being at work. Well, I hate being at work, but like having <laughs> your lunch be like this selection of curries that you can. Come I like and surprise just, each yeah. day is different, and they come and it's delivered and it's hot. And that paneer that she made, yeah, Ooh, looked her real husband's good. Favorite that was a bit spicy. It was my husband's favorite, but he doesn't fucking give a shit. So you eat it. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. I, that's that's the letter where Auntie's like just. Put it in, right? That's right. And imagine if you were the husband and you got that, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked up. Did this movie make you horny, babe? Um, in the heart. In yeah, the- horny of the heart. <laughs> and the taste buds. Yeah. This, the food was just gorgeous. It, it inspired me. It, I, I messaged Skip and I was like, I'm going to make you dinner tonight. That's nice. Um, so sometimes love really is <laughs> all around. Really is all around. Well, <laughs> can um, I recommend? There's a great Indian place on Cleveland Street. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. if you you just put it in a tiff and pretend that you made it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. it'll be like you can barely make spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> How the did you do this? It's just five tiffins of spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, not to brag, but I actually, this was pre-planned before even watching this film, but I do have an eight-hour beef masaman slow cooker going on right now as we speak at home. Oh, my God. Congratulations. I'm so excited. It's not the same, obviously. We'd love to get an Indian curry at some point, spread at some point soon, though. That's definitely on the to-do list after this movie, my God. So, I mean, did it make you... Horny and inspired? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd already planned to do the Masaman, but when I was doing it, I definitely was like, hmm, I'm making this for a stranger. I've never met. I'm going to put a note in it. <laughs> you just put it under Luke's pillow. How did that get there? <laughs> The slow cooker, it really does, it like kills the efficiency of the Tiffin water. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a bit, yeah, it's a bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> Um, and would you recommend this movie on a date? If one of our listeners was on a date and they were like, my date wants me to watch Lunchbox, do you think this is a good one? Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. Although as we talked about it more, I was like, well, this is it's sad. Mm, like there's really yeah. sad. <laughs> But I think it it's kind of sad but also life affirming in a way. Like mm. it feels nice. And and to be fair, you both loved it. So yeah. I think I would say yes. Yeah, great. Beck? Hardcore recommend this on a date. Yeah. I think this is a, like it is sad, but it's uplifting at the same time. I think this is one of the few movies that we've mm. done in like 190 episodes that I can definitively say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Me too. Because it is sad, but it's more sad upon reflection later on. Mm. It's not as sad in the moment because you're so caught up in the what what's going to happen, what if yeah. of their, <gasps> What's the next letter going to say? Yeah, of their romance that I'm kind of only really digesting the sadness as we talk totally. about it. But that's why it feels so real, I think. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's how trauma happens. Yeah. Trauma works. I'm sorry to have traumatised you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Siren. We have we- to rate it. Oh, we have to rate it. I'm so sorry. Okay, how many? I love the order of those questions, by the mm-hmm. way. Like, did it make you horny? Would you recommend it on a date? Because it's like, you know, you're going to be horny on a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, should we switch those around? But no, I think that works. <laughs> yeah. It's an in- I mean, it's a misdirect. Sometimes you'd be like, yes, it did make me horny. Don't watch it on a don't date. Don't watch yeah, it on true. a date. For that reason. Because <laughs> it's the wrong kind of thing. This is a U-time movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, ratings. How many Tiffins out of five? I was going to say spaghetti bolognese <laughs> in a Tiffin. How many spaghetti bolognese in a Tiffin out of five do you give this movie back? I give it five. Whoa. I give it five. And then an extra Tiffin with some Parmesan in it on top. For garnish. <laughs> but the, the room temp powder one from the aisle, yeah. not, not the fridge one. No, no, no. Not the extra sharp. What is it? Uh, <laughs> one in the green. No, no, no. You want to no. go, go to the herbs and spices aisle. Yeah. It's got the Get pop that top. Freeze dry. <laughs> it's got the Sorry. How, how many? So I give it five. five I give it five. Amazon. Yeah, Sorry. I'm going to give it five tiffins out of five as well. And each of those compartments filled with spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, no Seren. Um, where can people find you online? Uh, I am at Seren Comedy on mm-hmm. Instagram. And then I, I, yeah, probably my website is mm-hmm. good as well, which is um, serendriamana.com. Great. And pluggy plugs, obviously, uh, MCU's Thor Love and Thunder, but where else can people find you? Um, well, I, this comes uh, out on Wednesday. Yeah, okay. So uh, last week I was at the Fringe Festival. And- Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, pluggy plugs. I'll just be around doing stand up. Um, it's a hard, this is this time of year is hard to have plugs. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless it's Fringe, there's not much yeah. else. What else can I plug quickly? I have a few cooking videos on YouTube. Ooh, so if yes, okay. As we mentioned, Seren is an excellent cook and you do really, really cool videos. So Yeah, I, that are, I they are suited for people who want to watch a recipe but don't have any urgency to see the recipes quickly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird shit going on. <laughs> In between the actual recipe, but yeah, that's who. Would people find those on your Instagram more I, likely? Uh, yeah, and Saran's Home Cooking on YouTube. YouTube. Fuck There's yeah. There's a few there. Great. Perfect. Hell cool. yeah. Well, thanks well, so much. Alexia and Saran, to end this beautiful episode, I would like to say akumite to you both. And akumite to you. Akumite to you both. <laughs> I don't usually get one back from the guests. It's really nice. Thank you.